what is it, Hugh Grant playing the Oompa Loompas in the new Willy Wonka? Yeah. That's fucked. I know. Say bye-bye to Dinklage. He's, oh, yeah. out, of, well, he's he, out of a fucking... He was one of the people, like, railing against it. How else did you become an actor? Exactly. But he likes to pretend, as you know, that he's normal size. He plays like a mob boss, and we're supposed to believe. Do you know what I mean? He likes to be like, what? Nothing to see here. Don't judge me because of my yeah, size. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why can't I play any part I want? And you're like, look. <laughs> and I love that. And you are very talented. But I can't not see you for what you are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a I, lot to ask. There's a certain amount of suspension of disbelief that you need when you're watching a movie. Right. There is a limit to it, though. Yeah. I also feel like that's, that's a midget erasure. Mm-hmm. That is just absolutely unfair. How many movies is that now? So the, the last Willy Wonka remake, no midgets. No midgets. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. One midget. Oh, there is one? I think one. Oh, okay, well. They just didn't want to make them all little people. Six out of seven ain't bad. Right. And now, yeah, Hugh Grant playing the, the Oompa Loompas again. Two fucking Willy Wonkas in a row. They Can don't I have... tell you something, though? I bet he's going to kill it. Oh, absolutely. I have, mean... you, have you seen a clip of him doing it? No. It's fucking good. What are you guys talking about? This is a crime show. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry. Let's get serious. <laughs> are desperately searching for a killer accused of going on a rampage. The search for a possible serial killer. An urgent manhunt for a man authorities believe is behind a triple killing spree. Police here speculating that a possible serial killer may have struck again. Told her to get out of the car and that's when she became afraid and then I shot her. Welcome to Jesse Wiseman's Crime Corner. Today we have now look. We're always going to we're always going to try and make stuff fun and flirty, right? Murder. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. That's Abduction, our job. um, you know, holding people against their will and torturing them. We really try mm. and make that a fun time, right? It's a it's a spoonful of sugar to help the medicine go down. Exactly. Um this Isn't one's a, fun. Yeah, this one's a um this one's a hard one. This one's a hard one to watch. Coop, you wrote this one. We have a note from you in the beginning. But um, before we get into the curious case, the weird case and mostly weird interrogation of Ryan Waller, um, this case is uh, Ryan Waller and Heather Kwan to be exact. But Ryan okay. Waller is going to be, uh, um, not, they're both victims, but. Primary focus of the primary, primary focus. focus of the um, two victims, one person really got fucked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's be reals. Um, but first, we need to get into the uh, titles for our last episode. Um, mm-hmm. Things you need to know about that case. It was the case of Jamie and Sandra Melgar. Mm-hmm. Weird situation. They were having an anniversary night, taking a bath for two hours. Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's Witnesses. She was, he was, yeah, he was vegetarian in great shape. She was very sickly, had all the things, had two hip replacements, lupus, (laughs) uh, thyroid, fibromyalgia. 
Diarrhea. Uh, yeah, lots of diarrhea. Just like the kind of thing where it's just like, how are you doing today? Uh, oh, you know what I mean? Wow. Don't ask that person how they're doing, you know? They will tell you. You're going to get a whole, you're going to get their entire medical record, right? Also, <laughs> thinking about it now, that... Both of the both of those people in that couple, they're the type of people that they will tell you what's going on. She's going to talk about how shitty she feels, right? And he's going to talk about like, oh, so I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, Jehovah's Witness, uh, vegetarian. Um, now, do you want to talk about our Lord, Lord and Savior? Right, right. Do you have a minute to hear about my <laughs> medical issues? Right. <laughs> um, and. He uh, he was found stabbed in one closet. She was found tied up in the other with a chair under the knob. Um, locked into the closet. Yeah. Locked in the closet, tied up herself uh, in her own uh, piss and shit for 15 hours. A lot of poop talk at the beginning a of A lot this. of poop talk. Like You're welcome, Reuben. <laughs> um, and uh, she, has, she was found guilty and is in, in serving time right now let uh, her go let her go we gotta let her go what if you get let her, her what if get her out of there oh do you want to take care of that nonsense <laughs> i bet not yeah at least she's getting some at least she's getting there. some kind of medical care and she can talk about her you know everything that's wrong with her all day long she has a captive audience but anyways the innocence <laughs> project is working on her case right now because there is no evidence other than the fact that just don't like her. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the district attorney just didn't really like her. She didn't really like the story. And that's really all they had to go on. All right. So this is all you need to know, I think, to understand these titles other than going back to the last episode, which you should do anyway. Titles are good this week. Titles are good. Actually, they went to their anniversary dinner before the two-hour soak in the tub. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is a lie. But uh, they went to... Dos Cucos. Dos Cucos. Dos Cucos, Mexican restaurant, their favorite place, anniversary dinner at Dos Cucos. And wasn't that like 32nd, 33rd anniversary? What does that mean? Like 32nd, that? yeah. What does Dos Cucos mean? The two crazies. T two penises. Oh. The two crazy penises. Yep. <laughs> favorite place, right? <laughs> um, so with that, James Reese dives right in, right? He dives right in. Dos Cucos de los Muerta. <laughs> now that one is that one's great, and we love it, right? Yeah. But it is a very niche title, I, I think, as I far as everything. The language what language? That's you know, it's not Russian. English. Yeah. Yeah. It's if your you see grandma's that, language. Yeah. If you see that on a on a list, you're not gonna know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's your abuela's language. Muerte. Yeah. Uh, Ruben. Ruben. There he is. Here we go. Ruben. What's up, bud? Long time no see, right? I know. Um, soaking seizures and a stabbing. Happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's pretty good. Probably Very, one of Ruben's best. Yeah. We're still not going to pick it. But. Still not going to ever pick your title, Ruben, <laughs> yeah. even if it's the best one. Yeah, not going to pick it. We can't. Um, second one, good, though. I don't want to pick it because it's Rubens, but... Yeah, yeah, understandably. Closeted murderer. Closeted Ooh. murderer. Well, he's a closeted murderer, but I changed it because you got to help Ruben out sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Closeted murderer. They were both found in a closet, separate closets. So that's a good one. That is good. No, This is a note from Ruben, though. <laughs> so 
Note from Ruben, if you can picture his voice, I don't know if anyone's heard Ruben's voice. If you can picture Ruben saying, theory on the two-hour bath. The leatherier the poon, the more you have to soak it to make it pliable for potential sexual activity. This for context, anyone who knows Ruben came onto my radar... Uh, a very long time ago during one of the RPRs that we did right when we moved into town and he was on the live chat and he just, I don't know if he kept saying leathery poon, but it was something that I don't know what we were talking about, but it was like, I said it out loud and it was just like, God damn it. You know? (laughs) So that's a little inside baseball from Ruben. Thanks, Ruben. Not going to pick any of your stuff. So (laughs) keep submitting them. Alex TNA drinks the guy that cheers. um, Alex cheers drinks hard AF. Like it's his job soon, you know, maybe, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, soaking, stabbing and zip ties. Oh my, that's a good one. Were there zip ties? Maybe you just added that little fun fact. Oh, yeah, it wasn't zip ties. It was rope, right? She used rope or string yeah. or whatever she used. Zip tie sounds better than rope. I know. Uh, he good needed, Wizard he of Oz reference. He needed to sound so good. I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll give good for, for him. David Klein. UFO guy. UFO guy. <laughs> his, his side effects may include diarrhea, seizures, and murder. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. That should be on all of her medication bottles, <laughs> of which there was many, right? Um, Bill, no, Jesse, not Schofield. Okay. Changed oh, his name. Sorry. I'm, I'm he glad changed that, his that name. he changed his name. He changed his name to literally no, Jesse, not Schofield. <laughs> it's his name on the Patreon. Which I like, which I like a lot. You guys got to help me out here. Good okay. for him. Um, these ones are good. No longer down with the sickness. Very good. Oh, love a good disturbed reference. Second one, seizure. Damn near killed her. Oh, shit. We've always got to have one that's like, damn near killed her. So thank you. Thank you for that, David Klein. I'm a I mean, for, for Bill, no, no, Jesse, not Schofield. Okay. Ryan Morris. <laughs> Can I get a witness? <laughs> that one's really good. good. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. As you guys know, those are the ones we're probably going to have to pick. Although I've got to read all of them because they're so good. <laughs> Last Row Lopez. What up, dog? Ew. What up, dog? Uh, <laughs> my hips don't lie. It's time to die. <laughs> Very good. He said, and he added a little note. He added a little note. Get it? Because she ain't got no hips. (laughs) Thank you, last row. Thank you. We do get it. We do get it. We got it before the note. I can literally hear that in his voice. I know. (laughs) Get it? Yeah. (laughs) She ain't got no hips. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Julia Mongolia, by the way. Great name. Great name. (laughs) Well, great person. We know her. But she has really good ones. She comes in hot. She comes in hot, and I'm not going to say, you know, I'm going to let you guys decide, but Jehovah's Only Witness. Ooh. Ooh. All right, that's, I know. That that's my front runner. So I know, I know. <laughs> we knew it would be two hours, one tub. Oh! <laughs> or that one, or Damn. that one. The 
the crux of the case for me anyway. Police didn't even yeah. look into the fact that people don't two take hours. two hour <laughs> yeah. tubs together, especially being married 32 years. Um, last one's very good. You'll have to know to know on this one. Where's the beef? <laughs> Which is a direct quote from, the, her, the from lawyer. her lawyer yeah. that said, because there's no evidence, said, Where's, where's the, the beef? beef? <laughs> where's the beef, man? If you can't find the beef, you know, you're like, mm, that's not quite as good as a Johnny Cochran, but get, keep working on <laughs> I mean, it, right? I'm getting there. Yeah. Hmm. This one's a good one. Sickly Sandy seizures while spouse suffers stabbing. Oh, so straight to, you know what I mean? Straight to the point, alliteration, everything we love. Um, I think she's definitely winning. It's just a matter of which one. Don't you think? Well, sickly Sandy seizures, the, that one's a little bit too long. It is I too mean, long, and she knew. But it's good. It's she knew very, it was too good. long, but she had to put it in there because it's so it's good. good. Yeah. yeah. Jehovah's only witness. I know. That's that or yeah, Jehovah's only witness I like because that will look good on on Apple, right? Mm -hmm. It won't be too like crazy. So if people are searching for it, they'll be like, oh, okay, what's this, right? So I like that one. Jehovah's yep. only witness. That's the winner? You knew it was gonna be, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that was the one I would pick yes. myself. Honorable mention. Um Lasro Lopez was good too. Lasro Lopez, it was. It was honorable really mention. Yeah, hips don't lie. It's time to die. That one's really good. Also, I would put probably in the title. Get it? Because she ain't got no hips. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Like I would do the whole thing, um, and that would be too long. So sorry, Lastro. Honorable mention to Ruben. You gonna give him one? No, I'm saying oh, honorable oh. mention. Okay. Just, just to Ruben. Just not to, to any Ruben. Of his titles. Yeah, not to any of his titles. <laughs> just for like Ruben being around. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We like him in the world. We got to throw him a. We don't want to hear him or see him, but we <laughs> like to know that he's in the world. Right? It makes it a better place. Makes us all feel better about ourselves. Yes. All right. So let's get into this case. We're we actually are going to also have because it's uh, heavily uh, one of the main parts of the case is the interrogation. We're going to have both video and audio, right? Yes. Embedded. So we're going to kind of go through it. It's an hour, but we'll just kind of chop it up within the story. Okay. And we'll cue to you, Joel. So let's get into the case of Ryan Waller and Heather Kwan. This is a note from Coop. Coop wrote this for us. Just because if we want stuff to be actually written, right? Not chicken scratch and be good. <laughs> Grammatically correct, all of that. We got to go to Coop. Sorry. Um, note from Coop. Information on this case is all fucked up. The date of the murder, the location, and some of the names. Did you want me to read this? Uh, it was kind <laughs> or of. Or was a, it just to me? It was kind of a message to you, but if you want to read it, I think it's important to say. It's good for because the, it, it's good for the listeners to know. Right. Uh, uh, the date of the murder, the location, and some of the names are different depending on the source. Some sources say the murder happened on December 26th. Others say it was on Christmas Day. The location is said to be either an apartment or a house at the end of a cul-de-sac, etc. The following is the information that makes the most sense. So I think the reason why it's hard to get straight facts is because the um, 
detective that was first assigned to this case ended the interrogation was indicted and was trying to cover up his huge mistake. And we don't want to give away too much at the very top. Not too much, but I will also say that this was in Mm. Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. And right now, uh, the Phoenix police department in general is being investigated for horrible practice. So well, they're all we can constantly just, suffering from heat stroke. So give them a break. I give them a huge break. <laughs> and it's Phoenix. And yeah. there's a lot of stuff. And they want to close some cases. Look, I'm on the cop side always. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so on Christmas Day of 2006 in Desert Hills, Arizona, police responded to suspicious activity at the residence of Ryan Waller and Heather Kwan. Ryan's parents had been trying to contact the couple to remind them of their plans to have dinner together that night. But receiving no response, after multiple attempts, his parents went to the house themselves, but were still unable to find their son or his girlfriend. So they are calling families, still trying to look around the house and get in. They can't. As the hours passed, Ryan's parents became more and more concerned. Ryan's family finally contacted the police, asking them to check on their son. Upon arriving, the officers knocked on the door for a welfare check, um, but received no response. They knocked again, announcing they were there to do a wellness check and heard the deadbolt unlock. The door slowly swung inwards, revealing a bloodied and bruised Ryan Waller. Um, do we say ages? Uh, on this? Yeah, yeah, we do later. Later, on. okay. I think it's interesting to note that when the door opened, he was just giving him a blank stare, mm-hmm. not really responding to what they were saying, just kind of staring at him like, "What's up?" You standing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. very out of it, but standing. Um. So still standing at the door, the officers questioned Ryan to see if he was okay. Strangely, he said very little, seemingly in a daze. His left eye was bruised and swollen, and he had a cut on his nose. They asked what had happened to his eye, and he claimed he didn't know. But he was so out of it, they just really weren't sure what was going on. Drugs, head injury, they really weren't sure. Um, Looking past Ryan, the officers noticed a woman lying motionless on a couch in the living room. When asked if she was okay, Ryan simply replied that she was sleeping. The police informed Ryan that they needed to check on the woman on the couch to complete the wellness checks wellness check still in a daze you almost went into a New Zealander accent there wellness check (laughs) you know I love all our cases need to be kiwi just because it adds a little bit of fun and flirty ooh kiwi crime cases let's do a kiwi corner (laughs) (laughs) because there is actually a podcast that does like all I think it's called case file and the guy's voice is so soothing and he only does New Zealand cases. Oh, they got a lot of them there. Oh, yeah? Because they're all <laughs> fucked up over there? <laughs> and, and because I think just the, in general, it's not really policed very well or they're just a, something where things are fucked up, right? But he just, like, puts you to sleep with murder. <laughs> it's really great. It's really great. Give it, a, give, it a, give it a try. Case file. Um, okay. So, uh, 
Oh, to complete the wellness check. Still in a daze, Ryan stepped out of the way and let the police in. Upon investigating the woman on the couch, they discovered that it was Heather Kwan. She had been killed by a single gunshot wound to the head. They weren't sure when or how long. Um, Ryan and Heather had been living together at the residence for just over a month. Heather was a 21-year-old college student with a passion for helping those in need. On the weekend, she would volunteer her time to work with underprivileged children. And during the week, she studied to pursue her dream of becoming a defense lawyer. Fuck. Aww. Irony. Mm-hmm. What a cruel world, right? <laughs> cruel, cruel world. She could have been trying this case. Um, as, as can be seen in many photos of her, she also had a smile that some would say, Joel? Oh! Joel. Nope. I'm you already know it. she's dead, dude. We just said she had a gun. No, I'm not going to say it. Maybe she'll still be alive. No, I already told you she's dead, okay? She used to have a smile that would light up a room. Actually, she was laying on the couch with a big smile on her face. So, no, just kidding. So, uh, yes, uh, some would she say, yep, some would say she had a smile that would light up the room. Sorry, Joel, I'm sorry, but I... I already told you she was dead. I already told you she was dead. Uh, Ryan Waller was an 18-year-old, so... Heather, Robin the Cradle. Oh, yeah, going after How old is she? She was 21, which I always think... I mean, I know it's not that much, but being able to drink and not being able to drink is, like, a huge... You know what I mean? Like, being able to go out to the bars and not being able to... It can really be a bar. That makes it, like, a 20-year age difference to Mm me. Um, But, no, they were were cute, and... uh, he was 18-year-old college student with a passion for music and gadgets. He was also a well-known gun enthusiast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Being the only living witness and now the primary suspect in Heather's murder, Ryan was immediately placed in handcuffs and taken to a, squ- a squad car outside the home as police began their investigation. So he's actually sitting outside handcuffed in the police cruiser while they're doing the investigation, looking at Heather, calling whoever they need to call to come get her, all of that. So this is a very long, I mean, I would say, I think they said like an hour or something in Uh, the... No, at at this point, they kept him in the squad car for about four hours while they did all this. Holy shit. Fucking crazy. Ryan was taken, after that, Ryan was taken to Phoenix Police Station, arriving around 5 a.m. Throughout the ordeal, he remained in a date in his dazed state, saying nothing to police aside from insisting he didn't know what was happening. Once at the police station, Ryan was interrogated for roughly one hour. At the conclusion of the interrogation, a shocking discovery was made. So let's go through a little bit of this investigation. So I think I kind of, in the beginning, we're starting a little bit in, but in the beginning, um, they're just kind of doing their preliminary things, asking him questions. They had his feet up, scraping something off the bottom, some kind of investigation thing. Um, And I think now is where they're starting to get into questioning. Yeah, we're starting just a little bit before the halfway point of the investigation. But through this whole thing, he's... And I think watching his mannerisms is really interesting just to see. Right. Is he being evasive? Is he on drugs? Like, what is he just like 
trying to act a certain way? Did he just kill his girlfriend because he's crazy? Did he kill his girlfriend? We're not sure. So, and you also have to see see this video, or if you're listening on audio, go look up a picture of what Ryan looked like during the investigation, and it's yeah. quite it's quite beat up. Yeah, but, his left eye is completely purple. Yeah. He's got a cut on his nose. He looks like he went through some shit. But he kind of just looks like he was. I mean, he looks like he was in a really bad fight, but he needs to be checked out for sure. But go ahead. Let's hear it for our next advertiser, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. Uh, It's just you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than uh, two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Uh, The big game is always right around the corner. Prize picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game-changing moment into a 100 times your money, potentially, with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into a thousand dollars it's demon time on prize picks uh so you're going at it here demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks uh squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts uh and again now you can win up to a hundred times your money with as little as four correct picks if you want to play alongside uh, alongside some of the Prize Picks favorite players like uh, Meek Mill, Andrew Schultz, you can find them in the community plays underneath the promos tab of the app uh, to view the entries from some of the biggest names in Prize Picks community each and every week. This week on Prize Picks, I'm selecting Steph Curry for more than 29 points and the Joker. For more than 10 rebounds. I think Bob's taken Anthony Davis uh, for more than two blocks. And Damian Lillard for four three-pointers made. Go to prizepicks.com slash Ross Patterson and use the code Ross Patterson for a first deposit match for up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash Ross Patterson and use code Ross Patterson for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Yeah! Let's give it up for Liquid IV. Yeah! .com, baby! Promo code Nooners over there is going to get you 20% off your first order. Rage this weekend. Jobless. On accident. I feel like it was an accidental rage this weekend. Yeah. And uh, I needed some liquid IV to start off today. I start every day with a liquid IV. Um, Our kids are using liquid IV. Yes. Um, They've got the new and improved sugar-free liquid IVs as well. And Pear is back. Pear is back. That's my favorite. Pear was my favorite there. Um, Big fan. But uh, hanging out, watching sports, hanging out with the friends and all that other stuff. You start boozing, lose track of time, and then you're like, oh, shit. I need to rehydrate for the week. Got to pop in that liquid IV. Are you a daily girl? Because I don't see you every single morning all the time. Yeah, I'm a daily girl. So I do um, one of the sugar-free grapes Mm. or the sugar-free apple, which are my new faves, in 24 ounces. Okay. So it is supposed to be just in, they say, like, put a packet in 16, 8, 16 ounces. 16 ounces of water. And that's going to hydrate you double 
Um, I put in the 24 ounce, maybe onesie or twosie. Yeah. And go through the day. Yeah, it's I It's life changing. I, I call it Hydration Monday here on the show because it's, uh, it's one of those things where, again, you go hard over the weekends, you got the kids, you're not eating great, uh, you're boozing with some friends or whatever, and then boom, reset on Mondays, pop in the liquid IV, and you're good to go. Um, but it's, uh, it's a little pouch. That's it. You're ripping open, popping into liquid, 16 ounces or more. And you're good to go. Super easy there. Three times the electrolytes, uh, no artificial sweeteners, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with Liquid IV. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. So that is Dalton, Detective Dalton, that's interrogating him right now. He's also a big part. Got some papers shuffling, sorry. That's <laughs> name's Waller, W-A-L-L-E-R. Yeah. He looks fucked up. Mm -hmm. Social Security, 600-62-5451. Whoa, they say his whole security. Oh, wow. Social Security number. Oops. <laughs> Okay, uh, fast forward just a little bit. Oops, or CSI or anything like that. Okay. You ever seen that? No. You've never seen any kind of cop show? Lawyer show? Any kind of show? Yeah. Okay. Do you like Law and Order? Law and Order SVU? Yeah, he's course. great. He's like such what, a great what, interrogator. Mr. Waller, what have you, you been watching? You can be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to the presence of an attorney to assist you prior to questioning and be with you during questioning if you so desire. Now, for an attorney, you have the right to have an attorney appointed for you part of questioning. Do you understand these rights? Yes. Yes? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. He looks like shit. Yeah, man. He's been through it. What's the um, highest grade you went through school? I don't know. I don't know. You don't know the highest grade you went through? Eighth. Did, eighth grade? Did you graduate? Yeah. Did you, do you have a GED? I don't know. Remember, he's a college know. student at this I don't point. Know. Yes. I don't know. I just want to go home. Oh, you're, you're not going to go home right now. He's in college and he said he was in Four? eighth grade? Mm -hmm. What's the highest grade that you completed? B? A B. No. The high, what's well, the highest grade you completed? Grade, a B. As in letter Better grade. than me. He is fucking I'm asking, out of it. Did you graduate high school? No. And the highest you went was eighth grade? Mm. Yep. Do you know how to read and write, Ryan? Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? There's like obviously something wrong with this guy. Yeah, but you don't know what it is, right? Do you have a girlfriend? 
Is he on drugs? Mm. Sleep deprived? Mm. Tired? No. He was in a cop car for it all night? It looks like night. he got hit in the head with a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. If yeah. He a, if he has a girlfriend, he's sleep deprived. Mm-hmm. Do you know Heather's last name? Mm-hmm. What is Heather's last name? Um, the one that lives there right now? I guess. I don't know. If her name's Heather, what's her last name? Um, I don't know which name she's trying to use as her last one. What the she fuck? Has a real last as her nickname, so I don't know. What nickname does she go by? She probably wants the last name, Kaiman. Kaiman? How would you spell that? With a K or a C? What's that name? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's also weird. What name? I don't know what name she's going by now. Why don't you skip skip ahead a little bit? Okay. How old is Heather? Yeah. 16 or 17. Okay, that's good. Give me her accent. She was giving Christina a head. She was what? She was helping Christina with her hair or something. I don't know. Who's Christina? She's on the couch. Christina's on the couch? Like, why would you even continue this? Even if he is, like... What's Christina's last name? On drugs or whatever. Why are you continuing the interrogation? He he obviously needs to be medically evaluated, psychologically evaluated. They're not going to get any really useful information at this point. I really don't. What color hair does she have? Brown. Is it long? Just average. How old is Christina? 20, maybe? I don't know. Now, do you know this Christina that he's no. referring to? No. Cause, yeah, she didn't come up in any of the notes that... No, he's just throwing so out. Is it your house? I don't even think he knows what he's saying. Mm-hmm. What's Eric's last name? He's trying to pay me back. Green something. His last name is Green something? Yes? Yes. Okay. Where's Eric right now? I don't know. Do you have his phone number? I really don't. He doesn't have one. Is this the whole interrogation? It's an hour? Do you have when it's fucked up like this? Yeah. Yeah, he acts the same way so, through pretty much yeah, the entire... Yeah, you can skip towards... They start to get, obviously, irritated, as as mm. we all are, right? So he starts to get Christina irritated. Was on the couch. Okay, so now we're getting into what... Heather was. Heather was on the couch. You told me Christina was on the couch just a minute ago. I don't know, man. I really don't. I really don't. You just don't know? I really don't, man. You don't want to tell me. I really don't know, man. I really don't. I just want to go and go to sleep, man. Ryan, you're not going to go anywhere. See, even that right there should have been an indicator that there was some sort of that head he injury just going wants on. To go to you know sleep, a concussion or yeah. whatever. Yeah, He'd probably die if he goes to sleep. Though, right? right. But so it's, it's still an indicator that he had some sort of something major that needed head to be checked out, and that he can't. No matter what he says. Hmm? I don't know what happened. You're all beat up. 
right? So tell me what happened. I don't know. I just want to go to sleep, man. That's it. Remember what happened to your nose? There's a big chunk out of your nose. I don't know. Someone grab you? Were you fighting with somebody? No, I need to go. I need to go back to sleep, man. I'm just tired, man. That's it. I didn't even do anything. I just want to go to sleep. You remember what time this happened? Your eye? Like one? Or maybe earlier? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you know Eric's girlfriend? Yeah. What's her name? Heather. Eric's girlfriend's Heather? Okay, so it goes on mm -hmm. like this pretty... You know, just questions going nowhere, um, wrong names, winding roads. Um, we can fast forward a little bit. Closer to the end, I think. Yeah, it's... Uh, go like a little bit further, not all the way to the end, but a little bit further, they start to get really aggravated. And now they're just like, bro, like, what the fuck happened? It's just you and your girlfriend. She's fucking dead. What's going on? Right? He starts getting very accusatory. Like the detective is sure that he's the one who did it, and he just Detect wants yeah, some answers. Yeah, he's he's honed good old, in. Good old Dalton. Good old Dalton needs to just close this case because it's hot out in Phoenix. <laughs> um, yeah. So what do we got here? She's under a blanket. Heather is. I'm asking you, is she under a blanket? I don't know. You're saying she's in the living room. Uh-huh. She was. Okay. Do you remember what time did Richie and his dad come in? So like now he says... Morning. No, you were here at 2 in the morning. I don't know exactly, man. I really don't know. So you can pause. He, he ends up saying and kind of pulling out of the air and in this winding road that Richie, the guy who used to live at this apartment, and his dad came over... And I don't know if he said they shot Heather and they sh and they shot me with a bow and arrow, right? He's like, he's like, they came in blazing bow and arrows and shot me, right? Oh, shit. So it's like all, it's like crazy fantastical, but he does give these names of Richie and his dad. Yeah. So now the detective's like, okay, let's go down this road. What is this road, Right. And you've been shot in the eye. Yes. That's it. What? So now he's saying he's been shot in the eye, and the guy's like, you're, you haven't been sh shot. shot her. Mm-hmm. Her dad. Now, Richie is her dad? Mm -hmm. Or Richie's her brother? Yeah, her dad. Her dad shot her. Mm-hmm. All right. And then leaves. Mm-hmm. And what did you do? I tried to go back to sleep. After you've been shot mm -hmm. in the eye, mm -hmm. you didn't know enough to call 911. Mm -mm. Why didn't you call 911? Because I was just trying to go to sleep. That's it. You just saw Richie's and his dad shoot your girlfriend, and you just felt like you needed to go to sleep? Something like that. I don't know, man. I really don't. Ryan, look at me. Ryan. Yes. I don't know, man. I really don't know. Why did you shoot Heather, Ryan? I didn't shoot Heather. She was already shot once by her brother, I swear. 
Richie. Yes. Holy shit. Richie shot his own sister. Yes, I swear. That's it. Sit down. Not me. And you've been shot in the eye. Yes. That's it. Oh my god. My feet hurt, man. I don't know why. Get him off my table. Oh, Dalton, what a... Ooh, Ooh, guy get him off my table, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> oh, my head hurts. Maybe you should have looked at that sooner, you here fuck. You yeah, yeah, let it play from here. Okay. So for the people that are listening, that is the first time that Dalton has Actually made any got, attempt mm, to yeah. inspect his injuries after right. he... After Ryan said multiple times. I've been shot in the I've, eye. I've, I've been, been shot, shot in the, in the head. So he goes up close to him and literally was a very short inspection of like, oh shit. So then Dalton gets up. He's been shot in the fucking face? <laughs> yeah. So the detective looks at his face and realizes the cut on his nose isn't a cut. It's, it's, a, it's a hole. Yes. It's a fucking bullet wound. Yes. Yeah. And nobody had bothered to check that at all at up to all. this point. Right. So now I just left him in there. So you can, so you can, but you can hear the detective one more sec. I believe he says you're not going to believe this. Really, and is laughing like with another detective. They get paramedics. Just, somehow get somebody in there to help him. And they just he found out he's shot in the face, and they just mm -hmm. leave him because they're like. Ooh, oh shit! Fuck! We've got to cover this up. We got to make. We've got to just get him out of here and get him out of our sight, as if we never even interrogated him. Is what they are gonna eventually try and do? Yeah. Is act like that didn't even happen. <coughs> They're coming back in. Mm. He's been shot in the face. He's like dying right now. Mm-hmm. Should I skip a little bit? Can you so, say in here how many times? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, go. Yeah, so now he comes back in. Hey, Ryan? Like yeah. 10 minutes Changed later. his tone completely. You're, you're going to probably take you to the hospital. You're taking me to the hospital? Yeah, we're going to take you to the hospital. Why? Yeah, because um, I think I fucked up. seen your face and the way you're doing things, it's just... Let's go ahead now, and get okay? these handcuffs sure off okay. of you. Holy shit, dick. Because you're actually a victim. And yeah, we have, have caused kind of possible irreparable damage Egregious to bodily your brain. So we are going to try and help you out. His tone is completely changed. He is... So just, we're going to wait for the fire department here. So who is Richie... And now he's still going to try and ask him stuff. It's like fucking insane. Dalton. Dalton. Give him a minute. Let him So now he's realized, now he's realized, oh, okay, you're actually a victim too. Maybe this Richie thing is some kind of... Maybe there's some truth in what you're saying. Right. So. So after this, they, paramedics come, take him to the hospital. He is... shit. He survives... Um, but he had, he got shot twice. One of the bullets fragmented and was actually stuck in his brain during this interrogation. His brain was swelling 
what and bleeding fuck? this entire time. We actually don't know how long God damn. he was even just walking around the house aimlessly and not even knowing what was going on. Um, kind of a weird thing about it is like the detective or Dalton keeps saying like you wouldn't be alive. Like, okay, fine. You said you're shot in the face. You wouldn't be sitting here talking to me. And he's like, I know. So if you think about how weird it would be, like you are shot in the face two times. You end up waking Wait, two up. two times in the face? Yes. Two times Wait, how? in the head. And we'll a, go into how it happened. But with a gun, shot two times in the face. One of the bullets ended up fragmenting and lodging in his brain. And where'd the other one go? Through. So there's a small there's a, there's hole, a, in the there's yeah. a hole in the back of his head. That's yeah. when the later in the interrogation when I he believe go, it's one of the medics the he back. looks at the back of his head. They and see there's like, a hole in the back of his yeah. head also. It it went straight through his head. Yeah. One of them. And so And you can see him see it in this? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. in the interrogation the paramedics come in and then it's the, you know it's kind of like they're inspecting him. They get him out of there and get him to the Holy hospital. Holy fucking yeah. shit. Um so if you think about, like, what I was thinking about, the craziness of being, like, he maybe did think he was dead. Like, you're walking around your house, like, are you, because you're so out of it, too, and your brain is, like, you're going in and out, where you're like, am I a ghost? Do you know what I mean? And then you're talking to this guy, and he's telling you you wouldn't be alive. You're not alive. You know, like, you would be dead. And he's like, I know. He's like, I know. It would be like sleepwalking. Sleepwalking or just kind of, like, what is real? What is happening? Yeah, I don't think you know... And yeah, like and so drugs. we don't actually You're know. Tripping balls, dude. It's like so when his fi- family tr- eventually, like we said, tried to get the wellness check. We don't actually know when this happened to when, you know. It it happens to him. Does he get brain damage? Theoretically, it 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 happened roughly sometime in the afternoon or evening on Christmas Day. Oof. And they right. didn't find him until about one o'clock in the morning is when they yeah, they so showed up he, and, and found him and Heather. He was definitely roaming around his house aimless. He For said he hours. was letting All day possibly. He was letting Heather sleep because she was sleeping, and so he's like, "Oh, I'm letting her sleep." I think he even put a blanket on her. Like you know, he just doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Oh so after further investigation, it was revealed that sometime before the murder of Heather Kwan. Larry Carver and his son, Richie, that's who he's saying in the interrogation, but it's, it's so, it's so jumbled and all over the place up. and it's a winding road that they don't really know. But this does, those names actually end up helping the investigation. Um, I think it's important to note that once um, Ryan went to the hospital, detectives completely ignored him and acted like he was not, I mean, no further questioning, no further contact maybe hoping he would die so that none of this would come out. You know what I yeah. mean? But he didn't. So, but anyways, Larry Carver and his son, Richie. So they had shown up at Ryan's door, allegedly looking for revenge for an earlier, um, altercation. Um, there's a lot, like you said, you said a lot of conflicting information, I think because of what you can information you can get from the police and not, but Ryan, it was, said that Ryan and Richie were previously roommates. I think it was more Ryan or Richie had lived at the house that Ryan was currently in, but he had lived there before with someone else or two other roommates and ended up having to get kicked out 
possibly a transition of Ryan moving in yeah. and then Richie not paying or being a problem and then being kicked out. Maybe Richie is, you know, roommate revenge. That's real, That's right? Some real shit. So it's <laughs> like, so it's like we don't exactly those uh, details are unclear, but they had there was some kind of bad blood. They weren't friends. They knew each other, and I'm sure Ryan didn't think about Richie, but I'm sure Richie thought about Ryan, right? Like, Richie was the one that had problems with Ryan, and Ryan's like, I don't know, roommate that used to live here, couldn't pay the bills, was a problem, and got kicked out. And now I have the place, not a problem. Yeah, and Richie had also had issues with one of the previous tenants also. So Ryan wasn't the only one that Richie had fought with. And if you look at pictures of Richie, you can kind of tell, like, oh, yeah, this... This guy fights with a lot of people. Right. And Ryan, you know, Ryan was a gun enthusiast and, you know, he had a lot of different things going on. Wasn't a horrible guy, but he wasn't running with the best people or probably in the best situation. And he was 18. So look, um, you get in fights or altercations or have beefs with people. You don't think that they're going to come and kill you most of the time. Shoot you in the face two times. Right. So Ryan and Richie had previously been roommates, but like we went over that. Um, they had altercations kind of over Ryan's gun. There was, um, there was rumor, I guess there was a rumor that was started by who knows who, but that Ryan like pistol whipped Richie. <laughs> oh, I whatever that it. means. But that was like a 18 year old college, you know, rumor. Yeah, Don't know who sucks. started it. Wyatt Earp. Maybe Ryan started it, talking shit with his friends. Yeah, I fucking pistol whipped that dude. And whatever. Right. <laughs> Who says pistol whipped? Right. I challenged him to a duel. <laughs> and I, yeah. Pulled out so, my glove and slapped yeah, him in the and face. Yeah, I pistol whipped him. I don't know who says that, but anyways. Pistols it, at dawn. There was a lot of things rolling around, and Richie's sitting there getting kicked out. Rumors. He's hearing rumors. He's getting fucking pissed, and he wants revenge, right? Um, Richie, there was like... Some instance where Richie was hitting on Heather, Ryan's roommate. It's just, you know, it's just, you know, partying kid bullshit, right? Richie had also had a fight with the previous resident of the house where he... Oh, the, the fight with the previous resident of the house where he shot Ryan and Heather. So who was also a previous roommate of his. Okay, we went all over that. So Larry is Richie's dad. Not a great dude, right? Uh, yeah. Easily yeah. talked into murdering children. So Yeah, well, also the person responsible for raising Richie. He named, right. he named his son Richie Lee Carver. You don't name your son something like that unless you're expecting unless you them to kill somebody. Unless you want him to be a cult leader, murderer, <laughs> serial killer. Yeah. Um. So Larry and Richie Carver approached Ryan and Heather's home and rang the doorbell. When Ryan, Ryan answered the door, he saw who it was and attempted to close the door. Before he could close the door, Richie quickly stuck his arm through the opening and shot Ryan in the head twice. As, I, as Ryan fell to the floor, presumably dead, as you God would damn. as you would think, right? If you shot somebody two times in the head, you go, that guy's done. Yeah, got to be dead. He's not going to be able to go into interrogation with a bleeding brain and say my name, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Richie and, and Larry then enter the house. Once inside, the two men found Heather sitting on the couch because Ryan and Heather were watching a movie. 
chill night just hanging out. Um, so they saw Heather sitting on the couch and not wanting to leave any witnesses. Richie shot the young woman once in the head, killing her instantly. Fuck. The father-son duo then stole, I think it was all of Ryan's guns, a computer, and a couple other things, and fled the scene. Once it was discovered that Ryan wasn't the culprit, but in fact another victim uh, after this interrogation, he was finally taken to the hospital. Due to the lack of immediate medical attention, he had developed a severe infection. A portion of his brain had to be surgically removed along with his left eye. After 35 days, Ryan was finally released from the hospital. Again, important to say no detectives, no nothing. No one came to talk to him. No one contacted the parents. Nothing. They just wanted to act like it did not happen. Yeah, they didn't even contact Ryan's parents until well after he had been taken to the hospital. uh, Yes. Is what I recall hearing. Right. Um, I have it queued up to the... uh when the medics come in, is it worth watching to see what they do? Let's no? do. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. This It was bad. I got these guys last night. It's like that. There's nothing that much to This guy, can we also say, is a fucking badass. Fuck yeah. Yeah. For getting shot Absolute. twice in the head and going through all this? And going through all Hell of that. Yeah. Sitting in the interrogation, by the way, and not, like, freaking out and being, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm shot in the head. He's just, like, complying. It's insane. And was able to give the name of the person that actually did it. I mean, this is bad fucking ass. Yes. You know, shot I, in the face two goddamn mm-hmm. times. And I wonder if if they ever would have been able to, to catch Richie if he hadn't said that. No. No. So they're doing the checking his heart rate. I mean, they're just fucking freaked out, to be honest. Look at that one paramedic. He's just like, what is going on, dude? He's like, am I going to be implicated in all this? Like, shit. (laughs) They escort him out in the next, like, minute. I think they end up looking at the back of his head here, right? Yeah, I think this is where it is. It's definitely after the medics come in. Your eyes here. Oh, I guess not. There's bro. They just have him walk out on his own. Right? Like he needs to be on a stretcher. They need to be have IVs. Like I mean, this is insanity. But I think they want to do it off. The camera, right? At the, at the very least, hold his elbow like he's an old lady crossing the street. I or something. think Dalton. I think Dalton is the one that's kind of saying like, "Let's get it," you know, like "Let's move this out operation out from the camera," kind of uh, thing. Like, I don't want to, so you don't see them, the paramedics being like trying to fucking save his life and figuring out what's going on. Oh yeah, he's got a pension to protect. He's got a lot of things to protect, Dalton. Um. <laughs> Uh, through, yeah, so after 35 days in the hospital, Ryan was finally re- released, but never fully recovered. For the rest Fuck. of his life, he suffered from dam- uh, brain damage and seizures. Those, mm, I yeah. hate cops. I know. Um, 
uh, around a, a week after Ryan was released from the hospital, Richie Lee Carver was arrested in connection to the murder of Heather Kwan and the shooting of Ryan Waller. Soon afterwards, Richie's mother turned in his father, Larry Carver. God, that must have been a rocky relationship between those two. Both men were put on trial, but she do you get do you go into like her invoking mm-hmm. Mary? Okay, so in. 2008, so both men go on trial. In 2008, Richie was convicted of felony murder, burglary, aggravated assault, and misconduct involving weapons. He was sentenced to spend the rest of his natural life in prison without parole. The trial of the dad was Larry Carver. was a little bit more complicated due to his wife refusing to testify. Mm. So she's the one that turned them in, but I'm sure she was afraid as well or did it you know because she absolutely had to but well also i imagine that in a relationship like that with with a husband and a kid like that that is a rocky rocky household with richie and larry oh my god (laughs) with good old richie and larry don't don't fucking they stayed together that long don't misstep at all, because they'll shoot you in the face for, like, exactly. nothing. So if she did testify against him and he didn't go to prison, mm. she was an ex So I think that, she that was, was able to, um, to cite that. But she also, which I didn't know, but citing her marital right to not be compelled to testify against her husband. Yeah, there's a lot of places where you cannot be forced to, I think, I think most states you can't be forced to testify against your spouse. That's kind of crazy. So is it privately she's giving up this information but doesn't have to get on the stand? She turned him in, but she she wasn't uh there was no way that they could legally Force compel her to, her to okay, testify. Okay, okay, okay. If she wanted to, fine. But yeah. they can't make her do it like they can make everyone. Yeah, and else. they couldn't arrest her for not testifying. Right. Thankfully, Heather Kwan's family campaigned to have the law nullified, and Larry's wife was summoned to appear in court. So during the time before the trial actually happened, Heather's family got that nullified, that you so have to... They they had a campaign, and it took years. I think it took wow. like two, three, or more years for them to get this rule overturned just so they could actually, uh, what is it, subpoena his wife and That's force her to amazing. come and testify against her husband uh, or else she was going to get arrested also. That's a double-edged sword though, right? Because oh, you have that is. law and then now they would never have the information because she would be too scared. Yeah. You know, so it's like I, Wait. I like the idea that you have to force – the wife to testify, but it will stop people from coming you forward. Force someone to testify, like if I saw a murder and I was like, if I you're subpoenaed, shit, yes, yeah, if you're subpoenaed, or what happens for a or case, else you get arrested for. You get arrested. I think it's for obstruction her. of justice for yes. how long? For like what two weeks? But who knows? Uh, Depends on how no, serious the crime is. Obstruction of justice. I ain't no rat. You could get. I ain't no rat. I mean, I, I, I'm assuming it's bad enough that that people listen to it. It's not very often that people just say like, no, I'm not going to test. Yeah. I don't feel like it, bro. I mean, you can, that's why people like do it. Cause I think the alternative is pretty bad. At the very least you could go into court and say, I plead the fifth, but I'm not sure Mm, that would mm -hmm. even make her look bad because that's against self-incrimination. 
Right, because it's not self-incriminating. Yeah. Because then now well, she's she's not being going, charged with anything. Right. You, I think you have to be the one charged with something or at risk or of be being part of it. Yeah, or be part yeah. of it. What if you go in and be like, "We all know what happened, but I ain't no rat." I don't know. Try it, bud. See how yeah. it works out. Yeah, I mean, you'll, um, you'll look cool as fuck when you do it. You're on the wrong side of history right now, okay? <laughs> like, not in this case, bro. In Just, this case, you turn the motherfucker in, right? Yeah. Right? Joel, Did right? you like watching that interrogation? No, that was awful. Okay. So the motherfucker needs to go to jail, right? Yes, of course. Thank you. But you're no rat, right? I, I'm not going to be the one to do it. No you weren't rat. there. It's not a thing, but yeah. Ain't no rat dog. Okay, well, they won't be subpoenaing you. Is it subpoenaing you? Subpoena. 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 Yeah. It's got uh, Latin roots. Yeah. Thankfully, Heather Kwan's uh, family campaigned to have the law nullified. Um, so she was summoned to appear in court. After a 10 day trial, Larry Carver was convic- convicted for his role in the murder of Heather Kwan and the attempted murder of Ryan Waller. In 2013, he was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Um, yeah. I didn't say, because I saved it to the end, but um, after Ryan gets out of the hospital, he moves in with his parents and is basically taken care, taken care of is by he, them for the next 10 he, years. Is he a reread now? He's dead. Uh, he ultimately Damn. died from complications of oh. he had a seizure in a grocery store. He would have he would have really bad seizures. He lost one of his eyes. He was he wasn't a riri, but he was definitely. Oh God! Why did no, I say okay. that? Yeah, you, said you, you said it. You said it. No, and no, I was the- answering your questions. Yeah. God, that's a polite way to it. answer a question. Entrapment. You, it was entrapment. Exactly. No, because that's a polite way to answer a question. You was restate he, the question. I restate the an question answer. to you, even if it's bullshit. Was he a re before he died? Like when he was before the So anyways, Coop, I'll talk to you. So he, um, he had to like, it was almost like an old person kind of. He was elderly? Had to ask questions over and over, or would tell the same story over and over, but oh. was able to kind of live but under the supervision and with his parents um and ultimately had a really bad seizure in a grocery store hit his, live? hit his head 10 more years oh wow I, so he was 20 probably pushed him over he was 27 yeah died in january of 2016 yeah and at this time the family could have gone back after richie and larry for because what they did ultimately Killed caused him. his death. So they could have been charged for another murder, but they were just like, the family had been through enough, obviously, and both Richie and Larry were in jail for life. No so possibility of parole. So it would really it was, just, for what? You know what I mean? Just to make sure. Uh, also a relief, well, you know, like, finally don't have to take care of this Riri anymore. Oh, God, Joel. Joel, Jesus. not the time. Joel, not the time. You know what they could have done to Larry and Richie? They could have been like, oh, we just found some new evidence. We made a huge mistake. You're uh, free to go. Let him out on the street. Give him like a, a good week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be like, just kidding. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck back in prison. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that would have been good. That would have been it's really like a, good. It's like a mock execution. Um, There was something else in the case where like L- Larry, I think either Larry 
Larry, I think, tried to take advantage of some kind of uh, something and try and get out. And the judge was like, fuck, fuck off. off, fuck you. Did he hit the judge in the face with a pie? Or like poke his eyes? Or was that Mo or Curly? Oh. Uh. What a... Uh, <laughs> What a trending topical joke. <laughs> uh, no, you that, really have your finger on the pulse. That joke was for Ruben. That was yeah, for Ruben. And by the way, Ruben was like, Ruben was loving that. And he was like, get her, Coop, get her. Make her uncomfortable, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, so weird case, not a lot of twists and turns, but that interrogation alone is insanity. It's not something that you're going to want to watch ever again. And nothing happened to the, the investigator. Yeah. So he was indicted not only for that, but for a couple other cases where he ended up lying to get someone he like honed in on someone without doing any investigation and lied under oath just to like get the case closed or lied about something, some evidence that he found to just get the case closed. And like I said, in the beginning, Phoenix police department is currently under investigation, not internal external investigation for lots of corruption and Dalton is not but the only any, investigator that does this kind of stuff out there. But he didn't get any like specific punishment for he's part of the murder in a way. Well, maybe the other guy gets the murder case and he should get like a charge for making him fucking retarded. Um in an interview with Ryan's dad, um I think is they it, did he actually came to um one of the trials because he had to testify. And I think it was Ryan's lawyer is right here. Ryan and his dad are here. Dalton comes over, doesn't even look at them or acknowledge them and just shakes the lawyer's hand and is like, how are you doing? And walks away. God, what an asshole. Like, this guy is such a fucking dick. He's obviously not in the police force, and I don't actually know if anything happened Hopefully something to him. Happened I mean, to him. he was indicted. So, I mean, he's clearly not on the police force anymore, but he's not the only one, right? Yeah, the last update that I heard about him is that he's he has still AIDS. under investigation and he has AIDS. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. They just gave it to him yeah. in his eye. Like, take this, yeah, take this, inject this into your yeah, eye. Yeah, they just injected AIDS You're into fine. his eye and they're yeah. like, hey man, like we're never going to maybe get you know, any trial or, you know, any justice with you, but now you have AIDS in your eye, so. Fuck off. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> and really watching that, don't you kind of feel like something, you just want to kill that motherfucker. Yeah, because, justice is itchy, Because to itchy. your point, too, they didn't call the family. So they didn't, they, they got called there for a wellness check. But they didn't actually call the family and let them know, like, hey, we found him, but he's in an interrogation room with his and brain he looks bleeding. Fucked up. Like he doesn't it doesn't yeah. look like he's a little tiny. So pole. they, they like really a sledgehammer. They yeah. really, really fucked up. And I think if I had my 
Druthers. Druthers. I think I would take Dalton somewhere, right? I wouldn't. I would have maybe <laughs> just like a big, burly dude. Outsource it. Outsource it. And he doesn't even really need to do it. He could use whatever object he wants. Anything laying around. Anything laying around, large, small, long, and just prolapse that motherfucker. There it is. To death. <laughs> to death. <laughs>